Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. This is episode number 132. Over the last couple of weeks, we have been looking at places in the Old Testament primarily where we have seen God do miraculous signs and wonders through different battles in the Old Testament, different moments where Israel had turned their back on God and then repented or cried back out to Him, and He rescued them through very unique, creative ways. And so this week, I want to look at just a couple of miracles of Jesus. We're not going to look at all of them, and this is not exhaustive. This podcast is primarily just an encouragement for you each morning to see maybe, just maybe, a new mercy of God that you didn't see before, or just something to get you through the day. Each day, we face different difficulties, different obstacles, different opportunities that are in front of us. And so every day, we need a dose of the Scripture. We need a dose of the God who wrote the scripture for us to connect us to him. So today I want to look in Luke chapter number four, verses 31 through 37. This is just after Jesus has left his hometown of Nazareth and he was rejected in Nazareth. It was where he made this claim that it's difficult to be a prophet in his own hometown. You're not going to find any honor in your own hometown. People knew him. They saw him grow up and they were like, this is the boy that was the carpenter's son. He's not anything special. And so he leaves Nazareth and he goes down to Capernaum and it's a city of Galilee. And it says that he was teaching on the Sabbath as he normally did. And in verse 32 of Luke 4, it says, and they were astonished. The people hearing him were astonished at his teaching for his word possessed authority. And in the synagogue, there was a man who had the spirit of an unclean demon. And he cried out with a loud voice. And verse 34 in my Bible says the word ha. Uh, you, your translation may say ah or let us alone or let it be. This word here, this original word, is an interjection. It's expressive of indignation or it's also overwhelmed with fear. So it's this uh, scream. It's more of a blood-curdling scream. When this demon hears the voice of Jesus... There is this fearful interjection that comes out. He screams out, and then he says this phrase, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? And then he says, I know who you are, the Holy One of God. So now he's saying, you are this, but I'm not going to call you that. But then in verse 35, it says, But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. So he's talking directly to the demonic spirit. And when he says be silent, that word, the root word there is to be muzzled or to put a cover over you that you no longer are physically able to open your mouth and speak anymore. So he says, Be silent, come out of him. The demon then throws the man down in their midst, and he came out of them, having done him no harm. And then it says in verse 36 and 37, And all that were there were amazed and said to one another, What is this word? For with authority and power he commands unclean spirits, and they come out. And the reports about him went to every place in the surrounding region. Now I think it's also interesting to note there that it says, And the reports of him went out to every place in the surrounding region. His hometown of Nazareth was only about 16 miles from here. There's no doubt that the word got back to Nazareth. It is interesting to think about how the people of Nazareth rejected him, and then a few days later, he is casting out demons, and everyone is amazed. I love the phrase, what is this word? For with authority and power, he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. The spirits had no authority with him. 
They have no ground to stand on. When he says it, they do it. There is no question. There's no debating. The Spirit doesn't talk again because Jesus said, be muzzled. You are now shut. You can no longer speak and come out. And then he did. He came out immediately. And I think it's powerful. And we don't need to forget this today. The Jesus that we serve, he has all authority. What is it in your life today? What struggle, what battle, what opposition are you facing today? Know this. Jesus has the ultimate authority. If he were to speak to that obstacle and say, be silent and get away, it would be silent and get away. There's no question about it. So why are you facing that obstacle? It's either something to grow you or something to reveal who Jesus is in your life. So today, today, note this, Jesus has the authority in every situation, in every circumstance, and the demons are fearful. The enemy is afraid of Jesus. In this verse, he even, the demon, when he calls out to Jesus, disrespects him. But before he does, he screams with this fear, what are you going to do with us? Are you going to destroy us? I know who you are. And Jesus rebukes him and says, I'm going to shut you up. In this moment, these people that are gathered around see this happen. Imagine yourself sitting there, listening to Jesus teaching. And as he's teaching, you are astonished because his words, whenever he speaks, there is authority in those words. There's no question. There's no doubt. He's the one that wrote the book. He's not wondering if what he's saying is right. He didn't put a lot of extra study time in. He has the entire capacity to know exact truth, and he speaks it with complete authority. So much so, when Jesus is speaking truth, demons are freaking out. They are scared and fearful. Speak the truth. Let that be a message to us today. We need to speak the truth. We need to know the scripture, and we need to speak the scripture. The demons shudder when the truth of Jesus is proclaimed. Today, take heart. Jesus is all-powerful, almighty, and he has all authority. It's our turn to speak the truth to a world that needs him so desperately.